Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to the amazing women entrepreneurs or other entrepreneurs who are listening to the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast Live or Live Radio Show today on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Julie Anderson, Julie, aka Brain Lady Anderson, and I am very excited, very excited. I was telling our our uh, caller or our our guest today that I'm really excited for this interview. It's something that um, I am interested in personally, myself, and I think it is so important for every every entrepreneur out there. I, you've heard me say this over and over and over again. You cannot build your empire on your own. You've got to think outsource. You've got to think delegating to other individuals, to other companies, subcontracting out to people who can service and take care of the nitty-gritty details of the day-to-day Uh, inertia of your business so that you can focus on what you do best and that is making the cash register ring and today's guest is certainly someone who can help with that she actually did exactly what all of you are trying to do she built her empire starting out as a solopreneur so let me tell you no I hate that word I hate that word I should not have used it (laughs) as an entrepreneur by herself but she has built something major and large beyond that. So let me read you a little bit about our guest today. Our guest today is Janet Mesh, and she is, now I hope I'm spelled, I'm saying the name, Aim Tall is her, is her company. Janet is a CEO and founder of Aim Tall, and she works directly with our clients to provide, her clients to provide exceptional digital and content marketing services. And you know this is so important in the, highly virtual world we live in right now. Janet was born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts, and headed slightly north to the University of New Hampshire. She graduated uh, with a Bachelor of Arts degree in communication and marketing. Janet's passion for marketing didn't stop after college and many internships related to the field. Upon graduation, she worked for an IT staffing firm and helped grow its marketing strategies and department. It's all about marketing here. After three years with the firm, Janet Cart craved flexibility and creativity, so she traveled through South America for four months to kind of discover that, I'm assuming, and that's when she returned to Boston and started freelancing. She worked with various clients providing digital and content marketing services. After two years of full-time freelancing, Janet decided to start AimTall, her business with her partner. Together, they provide that digital marketing services that I talked about. Now, she, we're going to focus on a certain type of digital marketing, and that's empathic marketing. Different than what you're you're probably thinking there, but Janet has built her wildly successful online marketing agency by focusing on one key element, and that's, oh, not empathic, empathetic. (laughs) How silly of me. (laughs) Uh, To market empathetically means to be your customer, to put yourself as the marketer in the bodies of the target audience to experience, (laughs) think, feel how they would, and this way you're reaching their brains, right? 
the for the team at AIMTAL, that means putting themselves in the shoes of their clients, customers, or consumers. So every piece of content that they provide is tailored to their clients. And that is why she is doing, they are doing so wonderful in their business. So welcome, Janet, to the Women Entrepreneur Show. Thank you. Thank you so much for the fabulous introduction. I really appreciate it. So grateful to be here. Absolutely. It sounds like you have just had a, a really interesting life up to this point. So I always like asking my guests, I always kind of throw them a little bit of a curveball. What made you choose or what kind of led you to this point in your life? What made you choose this role in marketing and this, this area of, that wound up with you building your own business? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you touch on like so many aspects of it and there's, you know, I think a lot of different roads kind of converge into, to one. And when I think back on kind of what has led me here was what you mentioned in my introduction, I, um, when I started traveling that big trip that I did, I call it like my correlate crisis almost. Um, but it really took a lot of like reflection to determine like what I wanted to do and what I always um, kind of came down to. And before that, what happened was the company I was working for, um, they got acquired, which was really exciting, but it just aligned well with, you know, I realized I kind of was outgrowing, you know, that role and I wanted to you know try something else. And instead of just jumping into like another biz company or a different role, I thought it was very important to take that time. And luckily I was like in a financial position to be able to um, go to South America and travel around and do that reflection. It really came down to two things. I knew I wanted to continue working in marketing, um, specifically digital marketing, because I really saw that that was like the direction of um, where the industry was going and where my kind of aligned and what I was excited about doing. And then also really important became for me was the ability to work remotely and flexibly. I really hated the uh, constraints of like a corporate environment and having to go into an office every day. It just does not like suit the way that I like to work. And so those were like the two priorities for me. Like I want to be able to work in digital marketing and develop those skills. And I want to be able to work remotely. And now that's actually pretty not easy to like find roles in, um, but definitely much easier than it was like five years ago that it was not a thing. Companies were not working remotely. Um, there were pretty like limited um, digital marketing opportunities for um, someone like myself then who had a couple years of experience, um, you know, kind of coming out of the last kind of intense <laughs> recession. So, you know, that kind of led to me trying to work with a couple different agencies and doing freelancing and really just like kind of a lot of it was developing my own skills. And I noticed I could teach myself a lot working with clients and it just kind of got so big that two years ago, it made sense that I want, you know, I needed to your point, I knew I couldn't do it alone. And I, my visions were bigger than myself. Uh, and it made sense to start Intel to, you know, continue to support the clients that I did have with our services. And, you know, it, it's exciting to me as well, just from a business owner outside of marketing, being able to offer people that work for me, like the same vision I had of like the perfect career, being able to do the work that you love to do from anywhere that you want to do it. I love it. I love it. And that's exactly what uh, it, I, I'm sure exactly what everybody is needing here in this, this year that's really made all, everyone switch their mind and go into the virtual world because life has forced mm -hmm. us to do so. 
But there is a key. You're going to get dollar for dollar, you're going to get the best bang for your buck if you are doing marketing in a way that is really, really emphasizing reaching your target audience and then converting your target audience, which I find a lot of the women that I coach in the business, they don't have this. I don't even know that I have this down pat. So tell me, what does it mean to market empathetically? Like what does, what exactly does that mean? How does that different from mm-hmm. just posting on your social media? Definitely. So at like the high level, I see it really as like a mindset where you're taking an empathetic approach to your marketing, your business. Cause of course, like what you're offering is like, of course you want to grow your business and make money and all that exciting things. But really what it comes down to, and for me, which is important is, you know, helping those coming succeed, but not, not just because of that, but it's for like their specific customer really understanding like what's their pain, what are their desires, like what are their goals, even dreams, like getting a little bit aspirational could help to really understand like who who's your customer and what do they want and how you can solve that for them and help them like achieve that. And a lot of the time when businesses approach their marketing, they're really just thinking of like themselves in terms of their services or their product, which which is obviously like very important, but kind of when you're you're constantly like, talking about yourself or seeing like the your the your success through your own lens of of only your business and not of your customer you're you know it's you're just going to tune out people are going to tune out um and it's really like so the definition of empathy just to take it back a second is the capacity to understand or feel what another person is experiencing from their frame of reference so you really want what we try to do is really understand through kind of sometimes anecdotally. So that's where like an actionable tip for this would be, okay, like if you have an opportunity to talk to your customers, like asking specific questions, um, even through like sales or discovery calls, you can learn a lot or, or where social media could tie into it is trying to find these people online and see what they're talking about on forums or like in comments on posts and starting to like understand like what, what drives them, what are they, what's, what's their challenge um, and we primarily work with B2B tech companies, so there's obviously a massive focus on data analysis and technology and the whole, you know, the digital world in that regard. And it can go, I've seen it very often go very far away from like, what is that human connection? And when we're working in B2B, it almost seems like, well, we're working business to business, but at the end of the day, we're still working humans to humans. We're not at the level of like robots working with robots <laughs> or marketing to robots, I should say. Exactly. I, I love it. I love it. Really, really putting your, trying to be, uh, see things the way they're going to see them so that you're sending the message. As, as Brain Lady and the Brain Lady Speak show, a lot of people have heard me talk about think receiver, not sender. We always send information. Right on our natural wavelength, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the people who are receiving it are understanding it if it's not coming in the format that they need. So that's, that's very important. Now, can you provide an example of when you've implemented this type of empathetic marketing in a campaign or, or a campaign where you have implemented that or you have used that for success? Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, like in, in, every campaign where we're really like honing in like the first question that I ask any client or for anything in my team as well is like okay who's the customer and who are we who are we speaking to and like what solution are they in need of is there any pain we can alleviate 
Um, and our strategy specifically um, where content ties into digital is we drive all of our digital strategy with content. So what we'll do is like we'll create something and it depends on, it. I mean, there's so many avenues you can approach it, but primarily I'll speak to one example. So if you have like a downloadable guide or an ebook or even something as simple as like a checklist, um, we would create that content around something that would is, but it, it serves as either like helpful information or documentation um, or like a solution to a problem that the customer is having. So we do that for almost all of our clients, like on a quarterly basis, we'll create like these, these campaigns where we're providing very helpful information to their customers. And it's not, it's a little bit of a top of funnel approach where we're not in this one in particular, where we're not always just trying to like do a sale, make a sale, make a sale. Of course you want to generate leads and that's very important, but what we're really focusing on is like building nurturing trust with their audience and using that content to like facilitate that, like that foundation of trust. Um, and the great thing is that like the content, you know, you can, you can use it in different channels. Um, it doesn't just have to be say like via email. It can be across all your digital channels. And then that content, you know, over time, more people are um, engaging with it. The content can build trust and that then leads to like, you're already starting to create like this connection with your audience and, hopefully prospective customers before maybe they're even like ready to buy because a lot of the time now we're so educated we're very educated consumers and what we want i mean i i I would assume anyone listening the first thing you do when you look something up is you go to google and you probably type in like something that you're looking for and that's where like all this ties in where you want to start showing up for people um, and creating your content and really connecting around, like, okay, what are they going to type in at Google? Like, what questions are they asking? Like, how com- what are the answers we can provide through our services and, or our products? Sorry, I had myself on mute there for a moment. <laughs> There's some background noise going on. I apologize. So uh, those are I, – I love that your messaging and, and what you're focusing on there. Now, at what point in your career did you begin to think that this empathetic marketing was the best way to market? Like it, you, you were probably doing it just standard the way that everybody else was doing it. And then mm-hmm. you made this switch and really kind of branded yourself in this, this niche, so to speak of that empathetic marketing. What at what point did you decide, wait a minute, this other thing isn't working as well. I need to step it up or I need to create something that's going to really, really reach the brains or the minds of the people who are buying it? Hmm, that's a great question. I'm I'm racking my – I don't know if I have, like, a very, like, specific point in time. I think it's, it kind of ties into just my experience. Of, I've worked in, like, the tech industry pretty much my entire career, and, and like have chosen and I really love it. And I think it, it, it's a nice like fit for it. And it's kind of funny because the, when I really break it down, like this shouldn't be such a like uh, crazy concept. Like, you know, it, there should be like a humanization of marketing and really connecting on those human like levels. But what I, in working in the tech industry and then doing my own consulting and freelancing, I realized like that, you know, talking with clients or with customers or seeing what was working with campaigns and not like when we were just constantly talking about like the company, like if I was just always talking about Intel and all the things we do and not like the solutions we provide to our customers, I just saw a trend where like 
it just wasn't making an impact. No one was engaging with it. It wasn't not specifically Intel, but like speaking to our customers or like other companies I've worked with. And the moment that it really comes down to like the customer or the community or the people, even the people actually at the company. So the like the kind of empathetic approach can come back to the company itself where you're, you're talking a little bit more of like, who are the people behind the brand? Um, and we've worked with like a lot of like IT consultant companies and, um, you know, showcasing like their expertise and like what they do and who they are really we saw was extremely effective and people wanted that connection. Like they were craving it. And that was um, kind of just starting to follow that trend line really. Okay. So now tell us, tell the listeners to help us kind of put this into actionable steps for someone who's listening mm-hmm. They they want to start they want to do a major campaign say for an event mm-hmm. or for a book or for something and they want to make sure that that's successful aside from hiring you guys what would be <laughs> <laughs> what would be their first step to think about their marketing plan and how they would design their marketing so the first step I recommend is is honing in on. Okay, if you have, we can, I guess we could speak specific to if you were doing, um, or maybe not an event because it's a lot of things are digital right now. Uh, let's just say like a webinar, right? And the first step would be, okay, who's who's the audience? Like, who are we trying to at- attract to attend this webinar? That that is the most important first step. And then from there, like, okay, like here's, you know, maybe it's based on like our current customer set or like a subset of our customers or new customers that we want to reach and doing some research around that. Maybe you have um, some data within your um, systems to analyze or you can, you know, to, to be honest with you, you can, you can use like that's a power of social media and your own socials kind of assessing like your analytics, um, like who's who your followers are or like kind of looking around to see like who could be your potential customers. And then once you kind of def- determine it doesn't have to be perfect, but get a little bit of like a, you know, like a synopsis and understanding like, um, like who they are, like maybe where do they work? What are, what are their job titles? What are some of like their pain points they may be experiencing? And then coming up with like the topic of the webinar that speaks to some sort of solution related to like one of those problems that they're having. That That's definitely the first step is really understanding like, who you want to be reaching and then crafting the content and information around like their worldview or something that they're looking to solve. I like that. I really like that because oftentimes we come up with the, the creative, Oh, this should be the topic. This is what I'm teaching. But you're actually saying before you even label it, before you even give it a name or a title, you're doing your Mm -hmm. research and then you're going to craft that title based on what your client needs. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Awesome. awesome. That's wonderful. So it just in a, in, a, in a nutshell, let's wrap back. What is, general gist, what is em, empathetic marketing? I think we've pretty much covered it, but, you know, put it in a one to two sentence for us. Yeah, I always drill it down to empathetic marketing is any anything that you're creating related to like your business's marketing that could be a blog post, social media post, advertisement, email, website, landing page copy, it's always crafted with one thing in mind and that's your customer. So it's always 
you're creating the content or information offer anything with the custom like a customer centric approach really um, and focusing on them first and building the strategy around what their needs are and the solutions you can provide to them. Love it. I love it. So this journey that you went on building your business or as a freelancer, and then it obviously became something that grew rapidly enough for you to create. Now, is it AIMTAL? Am I saying yeah, that right? Yeah, that's right, AIMTAL. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So like aiming high. Like got plus it. digital. The, yeah, oh, or aim okay. high. Exactly. It has like two, two kind of uh, meaning. So aim plus digital or aim tall, like aim high. I love it. I love it. So when did you start this and what was your, what was your reasoning behind it? Was it just simply that you had outgrown your, your own, what you could handle as an, as an individual or when did you start it? Why? Yeah, <laughs> I would say, um, so I, we started the business officially in August, 2018. So a little over two years now. And, uh, yeah, so I was, had a lot of freelance clients and it got to the point where like I had 10 clients on my own at one point and it was just, it was of course like way too much to handle. And I realized I needed to, I needed help of course with all the work, but it also was like always in the back of my mind where I always felt like I was looking for the type of like company I, you know, thought was possible um, you know, for opportunities in marketing and that remote flexibility and working with, you know, clients and companies that you respect. And I never found it, you know, of course I didn't because I started my own business. And I think that was always kind of in the back of my mind that then came to a head. I was like, okay, actually I'm the, what's, what's the answer in front of me is that like, I'm not going to find it. I'm going to create the business that I always want to work for. Mm, I love that. I love that. And then you found a partner and you've built, if you go to her, now everyone, all of her contact information as well as, as of course, the website is here on the show page. So don't worry about having to write it all down. You can just go to the show page at, at for Women Entrepreneur Show and check it out. It's AIMTAL, real easy, A-I-M-T-A-L.com. And when you look at her website, you really, you've grown. I was looking at it earlier. You've got a it's not just you and your partner. You now have an entire team. Mm-hmm. It even looks like you're hiring. So you're growing. Yeah. 2020 has not not been too bad for you, it looks like, on the business side of things. Yeah, it's been really exciting. It's definitely been a pretty crazy year, of course, for everyone. But um, we've been really fortunate to be able to grow despite um, you know, everything that's happened in the world. And, you know, I think, I think it does, you know, it seems like we, we picked the right industries and the right um, services. So we're really excited about that. That's very cool. And you know what? It is absolutely, as I kind of said at the beginning, as entrepreneurs, so many of the women that are trying to attract the bigger clients, the businesses, the larger six-figure contracts, those types of things, I am always emphasizing to them, you work on what you do best. Don't try to learn all of these mm-hmm. other things. You go hire someone yeah, exactly. who knows these things <laughs> and, and build that team, whether that team is an actual employee that you're hiring or it is someone that a company that you are hiring to do that work for you. That's so important because you cannot grow your business super large or very large, you will always hit a a ceiling that you have to break through if you're trying to do it on your own. So I I love totally couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Every time that I like think back to when it's like, oh, we're gonna have to 
hire someone and we're going to have to, you know, invest more. And it, it, you know, it's, it's pretty scary, of course, and it, it, it's a risk, but every time we've made that decision, it's always been the absolute right one. Right. Now, uh, just to clarify for any of the listeners, you focus specifically in the digital world, right? You're not doing radio commercials, those type like you're talking, what are the main platforms? Yeah, like online marketing. Online marketing. So you're emailing, your social media, yeah, those types right. of things. like online advertising, exactly. Got it, perfect. And then we, we I mean, this year's been fun because um, we were able to do, we, we were offering, like, last year in-person event um, services, but, of course, uh, 2020, that didn't happen, and so we were able to, like, really quickly pivot to offer webinar um, services, and we've, like, grown that into a new service offering, and we really love it because it kind of ties in everything that we like to do in terms of, you know, email marketing, um, social media, advertising, the events. So it's been really fun. I love it. I love it. Now, Janet has graciously offered, actually she has some great free offerings on her, on her website. So I'm going to, again, the link is going to be on the show page. So I'm going to encourage everyone to go to the AIMTAL Dot com and click on resources. You have three. Tell us a little bit about. I'm seeing. I'm looking at the page right now, and I'm seeing what looks like three ebooks there that are yeah. either purchased or downloaded. Or tell us a little bit about those. Yeah, just like free content that we have. I, I think it's. I mean, I do this for our own clients, where we like kind of create some free content for their customers, and I really like that like approach so we do the same um for our business so we have one all about like an in-depth guide to seo and content optimization that um one of my team members wrote it's really good um we have one about um instagram algorithm another about um social media advertising like um, mistakes you can potentially make if you're doing campaigns on your own and things to keep an eye out for we're also um there will be much more coming we've been doing a lot of work to release a lot more content um, in Q1 of 2021, and then we're even creating, like, pretty in-depth, like, information pages where you don't even need to download the content. You can actually just read a lot of, like, our um, tips and philosophy and recommendations um, just by clicking on, like, a simple link. So there's one already up there about, like, how to generate qualities for your business. So it's a pretty in-depth article with, you know, tons of our ideas and kind of just giving, yeah, like, giving – not all of all of the the secret sauce, but I think you know uh, knowledge is power, and sharing that with people can only go so you know can only benefit everyone. Yeah, and again, it's great information, but I always encourage people just just reach out and see if you can retain them for work. Thank you. Yeah, thank just, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, We're also doing um like a, if you go to our website, there's like some information about a free marketing assessment. So if anyone's interested in that, of course, you can look, take a look into that as well. Very nice. Very fun. And I love that whole, this Instagram stuff is just, we're going to have to download that one for our team because I'm just like, I yeah, go for it. <laughs> but it's proof that you Yeah, there's definitely a lot to keep track of. <laughs> yeah. And you're staying on top of whatever the latest trend is, which I think that's important for entrepreneurs as well to make sure that, what they are doing is in the now and right with, with the internet, with the whole digital space, it changes Mm -hmm. so quickly and being able to have someone that that's their, their area of specialty is that you stay on top of it. So I don't have to worry about staying on top of it. Exactly. 
That's wonderful. Well, Janet, it has been just a pleasure to have you on the program today. Again, I want everyone to stay stay in touch with Janet. Just, I'm sure she has amazing, um, more amazing content out there than you can probably even digest. So it's aimtall.com. It's also, uh, she's got the company on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. That's aimtall. She also has Twitter. She has Instagram, of course, and Facebook, of course. <laughs> so get in touch with her, follow her, stay in touch and continue to benefit from the wisdom that she shares. And Janet, thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you. This is amazing. I I'm really appreciate you having me on. So thanks so much. Absolutely. All right. Well, you're amazing entrepreneurs. I love it when we have great uh, guests on the program that help you to see in order to expand, to build your empire. This is what I'm trying to do is introduce you to individuals like this. This is what we're trying to build or what we're working to build at WomenEntrepreneursExtraordinaire.com. We are bringing in, we are finding these experts and we're bringing in them into our team so that you can have access to them. So you can look at this and say, I want to blow this next event that I have out of the water. I want to hit the bestseller list on my next book. I want to just just bring my business up to the next level. I want to build, be servicing clients that are in corporate, that are giving me those really high dollar contracts. This is what you need if those are your goals. You need to tap into this type of wisdom and into these dynamic women that can take care of those things. Don't go out. Do not go out and read books and try to become your own marketing expert. That's not your, if that's not the field that you're in, then that's not what you need to focus on. Outsource, outsource, outsource. You know that is my favorite word, especially as the brain lady when we talk about your brain strengths. You hear a lot about that on my Brain Lady Speaks shows, so check those out too, brainladyspeaks.com for the Brain Lady Speaks program. All right. Did you like the guest? Did you like the information? If so, show us some social media love. Give us a a share. Give us a positive comment. Uh, There's other women entrepreneurs out there that would need to hear this message and might like to be put in touch with with Janet. So go ahead and share it out. If you are interested in learning more about this amazing group of women entrepreneurs that we have put together with womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com, reach out to our group liaison, Kelly Cooper, at kelly at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. That is all plural, women entrepreneurs with an S, extraordinaire.com. Check out our website. It is developing. It is growing. We are adding more uh, individuals to this all the time, and we want to be a one-stop shop for women, wisdom, and success. If you're an expert in your field and you want to become one of our expert member resources, please reach out to me. Uh, Let's talk. Let's set up an appointment to talk and see if you would be a good fit to be one of our experts, one of our expert members. So shoot me an email at info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. Join our Facebook group. Like our Facebook page, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. And if you, again, if you think that you might have information that would be a great share on this show, we're totally international. I am so excited. I was talking with Kelly, our group liaison, a, a 
last week or just here recently, we are booking out into the middle of next year on our guests here on the program, and we're totally international. We're going to have a guest in the beginning of the year that is from the UK. We're going to have one that is from Australia. I was looking at so excited. I was looking at all of our um, stats on the program before I started the show today. And yeah, we're all over. Like we're not just the U.S. and Canada. We are truly getting a lot of international listeners. And that's so exciting. It's exciting because that's the resources that I want to bring to you with this group and with this business, because that's what we're about, supporting you in your business. All right, we are going to wrap up the show now. Be sure that you stay in contact with us. Comment, positive, thumbs up, share. We absolutely love having uh, interaction here on the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show. And until next week, as I like to always wrap up this show and my brain lady speaks, I want you to simply enjoy every moment and breathe. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.